Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and welcome to this evening's podcast which is all about IELTS listening. Recently we've talked a lot about reading on the podcast and in the Facebook group and on Instagram we're still doing the speaking challenge and we're in week three now. So I thought this would be a great time to do a little bit more listening practice. Remember, this podcast is brought to you from the Members Academy, which I run and which is a place where I put all my best materials. And this week, we've also started doing live lessons. So in the live lessons, um, I ask people to submit their ideas. I set a question. For example, this week was a writing question and I ask them to submit their ideas and their sentences and their paragraphs. And then we collaborate. We work on that together and we try to build a model essay from um, everybody's ideas. Then with the model essay, we go and put that into the vocabulary course so that we've got all the vocabulary related to the topic in one place. And we also add that model structure to the bank of model essays, which you also get in the Members Academy. So that's what we've been doing this week. Um, so let's get back to the listening. Today I've chosen a section four, which is all about the design of a building. I've chosen this because it just comes up so often. In fact, if I look back through my recent lessons, there's one about a theatre refurbishment. Um, there's one about the bird's nest in China. Oh, So there's lots of um, listenings related to building and architecture. And architecture in itself is a huge theme. So this one is called um, Designing a Public Building, the Taylor Concert Hall. And again, it's just somebody talking about why this hall was designed in the way it was designed and what was the purpose of it and what did people think of the design. It's pretty straightforward, nothing too complicated there. It's all gap fill and you are only allowed one word. But what I like about this one is very clearly uh, it goes through a synonym so you always know where you are and I'm going to point those out as we go through. So the gap fill is divided into the introduction, the location and concept, the building design and the evaluation. So the evaluation at the end says some critics say something about the style of the building which is inappropriate. So that's the last paragraph. But the first thing we're looking at is the introduction. Um, and it tells us what a designer needs to consider when they are designing a public building. And there are three bullet points. So the designer needs to consider, first of all, the function of the building. Secondly, the physical and something context. So that's the first gap. And the third one is the symbolic meaning. So when you're listening, of course, you listen for the introduction. Then you listen for a clue, which tells us the first thing, which is the function. And then you know that the answer is coming soon. So you're listening for the word physical and then you're listening for another adjective that you can put in that gap to describe the context. 
So here goes. First of all, there's just a little introduction to get you settled in. And it says, we've been discussing the factors the architect has to consider when designing domestic buildings. I'm going to move on now to consider the design of public buildings and I'll illustrate this by referring to the new Taylor Concert Hall that's recently been completed here in the city. So that's the introduction before you even get ready for the questions. So, as with a domestic building, when designing a public building, an architect needs to consider the function of the building. For example, is it to be used primarily for entertainment or for education or for administration? The second thing the architect needs to think about is the context of the building. This includes its physical location, obviously, but it also includes the social meaning of the building and how it relates to the people it's built for. And finally, for important public buildings, the architect may also be looking for a central symbolic idea on which to base the design, a sort of metaphor for the building and the way in which it is used. Okay, so those three bullet points were very clearly outlined. Um, so that he said the first thing to consider is the function of the building. And then he said the second thing is the context. So we know we're in the right place. What does this include? Well, this includes the physical location. So that's the physical. And now we're looking for the gap. But obviously, it also includes the social meaning of the building. Now, the trick here is they say the social meaning, two words, and my students did it on Friday and they wrote social meaning in the space. So two tricks. First of all, remember you're only allowed one word. And secondly, meaning here is the synonym for context, so you don't need to repeat it. So remember to make sure that your word fits the sentence grammatically. So the correct answer is the physical and social context. If you said the physical and social meaning context, the grammar would be wrong, but also you're only allowed one word. So the answer there is the social context. For the next two questions, we're focusing on the location and concept of the concert hall. So the first thing it says that it's on the site of a disused something. Secondly, it's beside a something. And then thirdly, it talks about the concept and it's the concept of a mystery. So there's no gap there, but you have to keep your eye on this sentence because that helps you know where you are. So we've got three sentences, three key ideas, the location, uh, so that's two gaps and then the concept. So let's first of all listen for the location and we're looking for the site of a disused something. Now disused means, of course, it is no longer used. So you're listening for a building which is no longer used. You could probably guess. Let's look at the new Taylor Concert Hall in relation to these ideas. 
The location chosen was a site in a run-down district that has been ignored in previous redevelopment plans. It was occupied by a factory that had been empty for some years. That's it. It's a factory that had been empty for some years. So the factory is the answer um, because it is now disused. Now, the next question is, I think, quite tricky. And I could see how, well, people wrote something else. So we're looking for beside uh, something for the location. The whole area was some distance from the high-rise office blocks of the central business district and shopping centre. But it was only one kilometre from the ring road. The site itself was bordered to the north by a canal, which had once been used by boats bringing in raw materials when the area was used for manufacturing. So two possibilities there, I think. First of all, it's not near the blocks, high-rise blocks or the central business district or the shopping centre, but it's one kilometre from the ring road. So when I did this listening myself with my students, I wrote ring road first and then it says the site itself was bordered to the north by a canal. So the answer is actually canal. And I, I find that hard to explain, to be honest. Um, it's one kilometre from a ring road. Maybe ring road is two words, so it's wrong. Um, canal is one word. I don't know, but canal is the correct answer. Maybe the preposition beside a canal means next to. I don't know. Anyway... It's a mystery of IELTS. And the second part is also a mystery. It says, the architect chosen for the project was Tom Harrison. He found the main design challenge was the location of the site in an area that had no neighbouring buildings of any importance. To reflect the fact that the significance of the building in this quite run-down location was as yet unknown, he decided to create a building centred around the idea of a mystery, something whose meaning still has to be discovered. So there's a long paragraph there where there's no answer because they've given you the answer that it's this idea of a mystery. But listening carefully to that will, I think, help you with the next three, at least, or four um, questions. So the next three, let's say three questions, um, is all about the building's design. And this is where the mystery comes um, becomes important. It is approached by a something for pedestrians. The building is in the shape of a something. One exterior wall acts as a large something. So each gap is a noun. Be careful because you're only allowed one word even though there is an a uh, at the article. Before each word you don't of course put that on your answer sheet. So the first thing we're looking at is it's approached by a something for pedestrians. So how was this reflected in the design of the building? Well, 
Harrison decided to create a pedestrian access to the building and to make use of the presence of water on the site. As people approached the entrance, they therefore have to cross over a bridge. So that's it. They cross over a bridge for pedestrians. You could guess that as soon as they mentioned water, I guess. Now we need to know about the shape of the building. He wanted to give people a feeling of suspense as they see the building first from a distance and then close up. And the initial impression he wanted to create from the shape of the building as a whole was that of a box. That's it, the building is in the shape of a box. Finally, we need to know one exterior wall acts as a large something. The first side that people see, the southern wall, is just a high flat wall uninterrupted by any windows. This might sound off-putting, but it supports Harrison's concept of the building, that the person approaching is intrigued and wonders what will be inside. And this flat wall also has another purpose. At night time, projectors are switched on and it functions as a huge screen onto which images are projected. Okay, so he talked a lot about this wall, this flat wall, but he clearly introduces the answer. He says, also has another purpose. At night time, projectors are switched on. It functions as a huge screen. Now, in the gap, it says one exterior wall acts as a large and then the gap. So obviously, large and huge are synonyms. The answer is only screen. Next, there's a separate, um, well, list or paragraph which comes under the heading in the auditorium. So again, this just breaks it up for you a little bit. So you've listened to the um, building design, but this is going to focus on the auditorium. And the gaps are the floor is built on huge pads made of something. The walls are made of local wood and are curved in shape. Oh, no, I just gave you the answer. No, sorry, I just gave you the answer. Never mind, ignore me. The walls are made of local wood and are something in shape. And 39 ceiling panels and something on walls allow adjustment of acoustics. The reason I just gave you the answer is because I was thinking of an almost exact same listening, the underground house. The underground house is a part for listening and it talks about the shape, things made of wood. Um, it's almost exactly the same. And again, I say this again and again, they keep choosing really similar gaps and spaces. In fact, I'm going to go back now to the underground house. If you go onto my website, um, Google or in the search on my website, put underground house and you'll see, I'm sure three of these gaps are almost exactly the same. I'll do that at the end of the podcast. I'll pause it. Sorry. 
Okay, so that's why I lost my attention. I'm sorry. But let's go back. So we're looking for the huge pads made of something. The auditorium itself seats 1,500 people. The floor is supported by 10 massive pads. These are constructed from rubber and so are able to absorb any vibrations from outside and prevent them from affecting the auditorium. So pretty easy there. It says these are made, these are constructed from rubber. So maybe the spelling could be difficult. R-U-B-B-E-R. Now I gave you the next answer. We want to know what shape the walls are. Um, so I'm going to read it just so you can hear it in context. The walls are made of several layers of honey-coloured wood all sourced from local beech trees. In order to improve the acoustic properties of the auditorium and to amplify the sound, they are not straight, they are curved. So there's the answer, they are curved. And the answer they are not straight kind of leads you into this answer. Curved, of course, is an ED adjective, so the spelling may be difficult. C-U-R-V-E-D. Finally, we need to know what is on the wall. Ceiling panels and something on walls allow adjustment of acoustics. So the final paragraph in this section starts, The acoustics are also adjustable according to the size of orchestra and the type of music being played. In order to achieve this, there are nine movable panels in the ceiling above the orchestra, which are all individually motorised. And the walls also have curtains, which can be opened or closed to change the acoustics. So tricky spelling, the walls also have curtains which can be opened or closed to change the acoustics. So the answer there is curtains, C-U-R-T-A-I-N-S. And we always talk about academic vocabulary, but here's an example of how you really need to know so much vocabulary to get these high scores. Um, Curtains, not so common, um, but sometimes they choose words because of that particular spelling. So words like mountains and fountains all have that A-I-N-S at the end. So they do like to pick these irregular kind of tricky spellings. And I do have a list of them on my website as well. OK, last thing says evaluation and we just need to know what the critics think. And question 40 says, some critics say the mm style of the building is inappropriate. So what style is inappropriate? The reaction of the public to the new building has generally been positive. However, the evaluation of some critics has been less enthusiastic. In spite of Harrison's efforts to use local materials, they criticise the style of the design 
as being international rather than local and say it doesn't reflect features of the landscape or society, the society for which it is built. Okay, so again, the answer is because it's opposite of local, they wanted it to look local, but they don't like the fact that it has an international style. So international, again, the spelling T-I-O-N-A-L at the end, they do tend to choose words with T-I or S-I to practice, to test your spelling of the sh sound. Okay, so that's it. Those are the 40 questions. Uh, well, the, the last set of questions, um, a, a passage four, section four. Um, I'm just scrolling through it again because so much of this vocabulary is so useful um, when it comes to the topic of architecture. So it's this whole idea of what's the purpose of architecture. That is often a, a speaking part three question. You need to think about um Questions they ask, like, you know, should old building, buildings be uh, preserved? Whose responsibility is it to preserve old buildings? Um, should they be replaced and used for housing in city centres? Um, should you pay an entrance fee to see old buildings? Um, but especially in the listening, it seems, they do like this idea of um, talk, choosing one building um, I'm going to have a look now at the underground house and the bird's nest um, just to check those gaps. Um, in the reading, you get things like uh, pyramids. How were the pyramids built? Um, why don't pagodas fall down? Um, so, you know, it's it's a huge area. So if you go to my website, I'm putting this on now. Sunday evening I think it's the 18th is it today um, so it should be there by tomorrow morning um, but do read through the tape script for all of this lovely voc vocab even things like you know the redevelopment um, disused rundown district um, all relates to that kind of writing task in task one where you have to describe um, how a building has changed you know it, it's it's still a very very typical IELTS topic and the whole thing about using local materials and locally sourced um, and uh, you know recycled materials and yes all of that Okay, great. Thanks for your patience with me today. Um, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your comments and thoughts if you have any suggestions. Today I sent out my um, fortnightly email and in the email, if you haven't signed up already, you get a whole kind of two weeks worth of IELTS practice and tips and links and things from my Facebook group, my Instagram, um, everything is there in the email and somebody just emailed me to say how useful they found it, which was great because sometimes I think nobody opens it. <laughs> um, so please go to my website and sign up for that newsletter because I think it's really useful and you can get all of the old ones that I've posted as well. They're all on my website as well. Okay, so I might be back once I've found these other listenings, but if not, I'll say bye for now. Thanks for listening. Keep working hard. Bye.
Hi guys, I'm back. Sorry, just a quick um, note. I found the listening on the underground house and although the answers aren't exactly the same, they're very similar. So we talked about things which were made of rubber, but in the underground house, the the layers of, um, what is it? Yeah, windows, obviously, are made of two layers of and the gap was glass. So obviously materials are very important. Um, also, they talk about increasing the light and the building has many internal mirrors and and in the gap it's windows. So again, um, parts of a house, we had curtains in the other listening, but this one is windows. And then question 37 says recycled wood was used for the something of the house. So this is another part where we need to know the part of a house and it says recycled materials for example the floors are made of reclaimed wood so you know what comes around goes around it does go around they do choose similar topics um, maybe that would be um, a useful topic to revise um, and even as I'm looking through it I can see so much similar similarities like a layer of fo layer of foam was used to improve the insulation well in the one we've just done it was all about improving the acoustics um it talks about photovoltaic tiles were attached to the house the underground house and in the one we just read that was talking about um Yes, so the curtains and what else? The panels in the ceiling, which are motorised to change the acoustics. So very, very, two very, very similar listenings there and something then that could really help you if you prepare well. OK, that's all. Bye for now. See you soon. Bye.